This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we talk about the King's Collapse, we talked about potential trade scenarios, we started our favorite Kings of All Time bracket, which will be up on our social media this week, at Spivey Special. We also talked about the crazy week in the NFL playoffs, maybe the best one of all time, and we also made fun of the Browns because they're the Browns. episode 97 of the Spivey Special Podcast. Troy, good to be back. Been a couple weeks. Glad to be Feels back. Good. Feels good. Just get back in the saddle, you know, just talking all sorts of sports. We go everywhere from the Kings, who have really let us down over the last two weeks, to the one of the craziest football weekends I could ever remember. It was a fantastic weekend of football. I loved every second of it. Most of the teams that wanted to win won, but every single game was fantastic. We'll break down each of them here later on tonight. I wanted to show you my new shirt here. Look, I got my King shirt on. That's such a good shirt. This is how I feel about the Kings. You see what I'm wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing already locked out baseball stuff because that's how I feel about the Kings. So I decided I would just go ahead and just move past all the other sports going on and just go right to baseball. Yeah, Kings have been an absolute disaster this year. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. So we'll be, uh, so let's move on and uh, get started. Let's start talking some Kings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got some fun stuff going on today. All right, try the last two gangs for the Kings. They lose by 50 to the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to lose, just lose big. I mean, definitely didn't cover. I don't think that they were... <laughs> 51 point underdog so they did not cover just some terrible games of late I'm gonna bet uh, they didn't take the over because they scored 30 points in the first half yeah yeah that's not great nope. no 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 not a lot of positive spin i would have loved to watch i didn't watch most of that game because i turned it on and it was 33 to 7 and i was like nah, i don't know if i'm gonna watch let's much more of this let's try a different show this show's not gonna work <laughs> for me and then uh, I would I have loved to watch Kenny Thomas try to spin positives out of that game. No one wants to watch Kenny Thomas. That guy needs to go with the rest of the team. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it was last Wednesday where we were going to do our show. Just something came up. It was the Pistons. They were up big late. I think a 13-2 run to end the game. Just a total choke job. Typical Kings I think it was that five in a row they've lost 14 under or something like that. The sad thing is if you're just seven games under 500, you're currently in the playoffs and we can't even be seven games under 500 to be the 10th seed. No, that's asking too much of them. Troy. I'm just ready for it to blow up. I don't know. I saw uh, some today. I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram or something, but the GM for the Lakers, he actually wanted to, he wanted to trade for healed. And uh, LeBron and Davis were the ones that changed his mind to go after Westbrook. So I think that's interesting. I think that fits. LeBron's like, have you watched any game tape of the Sacramento Kings? (laughs) Do you know how Buddy Heald works, basically? (laughs) This is going to be not good. I mean, the way Westbrook's playing, though, I mean, I don't know who would be worse. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. 
Did you hear how the Kings trolled him though when he was? I know that was a while ago, but they're playing cold as ice when he was shooting. Yeah. You gotta love that. If we can't win, at least we can talk some smack. Well, the Kings are now officially further away from the 10 seed than they are to the worst record in the West. I say if you're gonna be bad, be really bad. I say you just dump everybody. Let the I know this is every year we say it. Dump everybody and let the kids play. We say it every single year. Well, it's just I'm just over it personally. So I was looking at something today. It was the first mock draft that I looked at just to see. And the, of course, the Kings are projected to draft a shooting guard. And I was like, come on. But they were fifth. So I was uh, I was like, well, if we're fifth, let's just tank. We can't be that far Loka's off. Loka's in the house. Loka is in the house. I'm glad Loka's here. Loka, we missed you. Yeah, you're our one true and through. We appreciate you joining us. Browns suck. All right, Troy, let's start talking trade deadline. That's about all we have to look forward to for the Kings season. <laughs> start with question one. Who has to go? Has to go, I'm going to have to say Heald and Barnes. Absolute has to. Who has to go? Heald and Barnes. Those two have to go. You, you can't keep those guys around. They need to go. Um, I think has to stay. I think that's even a, that's a very small list. I would say has to stay for me personally is Halliburton. I say you keep Halliburton. Who else would even be on the roster that we would? No, you can get rid of Fox. I don't care about Fox anymore. Uh, a source told us that uh, he's actually the laziest person on the team. So we're not going to give our sources away. But we heard through the grapevine that they, a person big in the king says that they should just blow it up. Fox is the laziest Somebody on the team. Somebody that may have been the sixth man of the year may have said something along those lines. He may or may not be on our Kings bracket that we're launching later, but we won't say it when he is there. But he basically said that Fox is the laziest guy on the team. You can't have your best player be the laziest on the team. They need to blow it up, start from scratch. What they're doing right now ain't working. So it's just interesting to see that perspective from someone inside the walls. Yeah, I think Barnes has to go because he has the most trade value. But I don't think – so the Kings need to just go full tank. None of this play for the 10 seed. They're not making up three and a half games. They're not catching Portland. I don't even care if Lillard's not playing. They don't have anyone as good as CJ McCollum. So they're not going to catch Portland. No, they can't do that thing where they end up the 11th or 12th seed. They either need to be 16 or whatever the last 15 or 16. They need to be absolutely last. Get the most balls in there. Mm -hmm. We still get the third pick or something like that. But I say you just flop Fox, get him out of here. Flip Fox for another player, I would say. If we could do the Fox for... Well, we'll talk about trades here in a minute. But I think Barnes gets has to get pushed for picks. Picks, yeah. You got to take some scrub that's going to come off of... Some scrub with a big contract that's going to come off the books at the end of the year and get some picks out of it, basically. Yeah. I agree. All right, trade trades that intrigue you. Because we'll skip over anyone untouchable because I think they're all touchable. <laughs> you touch anybody on our team. We don't care. Just buy him a drink first. got to get Vivek out of there. Can you trade Vivek? Yeah, get Vivek out of there and 
can you just throw in Kenny Thomas as well? Just get him out of there too. So those two, What's they can the go for Kenny Thomas as the announcer and Morgan Reagan, take her too. I think we could trade and get Kenny Thomas on our show at this point. Perfect. Line them up. <laughs> we'll zoom them in. Why not? All right. Trades that intrigue you. Names I've heard. Kings I like Sabonis. To. I think that was one, right? Sabonis for Fox. Straight I say up. just fire that right now. Put it in. Call it in. I don't know how I feel about the Simmons thing just because the uncertainty behind Simmons. I know he's a good player, but just I'm a little worried with what's going on up top there. He's still under contract for three years. So worst case, he decides he does not want to play for the Kings. And then we just have Ben Simmons available to trade for something else. I'm in. Let's do it. I mean, anything's He's already better said than what he'll, we got. He already has said he will play in Sacramento. He just wants to get out there. He just... He's burnt the bridge to Philly, lit it yeah. on fire, blew it up. He can't go. He Peed can't go back. He can't go back to Philly. So they say he can go back, but he's not going. He won't be able to last one game in Philly. Travi, yep, blow up the whole team that we're talking about right now. So I would, uh, I like the Sabonis idea. I, I think that's the best we can do for Fox, unless he's, unless we can do the Simmons deal. I'd rather have. I think the trade that I saw. Uh, Harris, whatever his first name is. We take on the bad <laughs> Harris contract. We dump Fox and Buddy and like Harris and Barnes. And we get back Simmons and Thibel and Tobias Harris. And we probably have to give up like two first round picks to do that. But I don't trust the King's ability to use those picks to get anyone helpful. So let's throw them in. They actually, I mean, they actually have it's a It's our number one asset it. right now is our draft picks. Yeah, they haven't really drafted a bag over the last couple of years. They just haven't been in a spot where you're going to get a guy that's, that's you know, franchise-changing player. I mean, Fox, at the, what was it, four we got him to? Five. Five, and then we got freaking Bagley at two. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Trey Young or Luca. Yeah, I mean, we've made – that might have been a bad pick, but I, I don't like recently. Was that Vladi? That took Bagley? Absolutely, because he didn't like Luca's yeah. dad. Allegedly. That's, that's, Allegedly. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, like I said, I agree with the A-Gap podcast. Mondi hasn't drafted terribly. I like Mitchell. I like Halliburton. Need Mitchell, though. That doesn't mean anything. We need everything. Anyone who can play basketball can join our team at this point. But I'm thinking if we could trade Fox for like two or three average dudes... And then no, we, we have find... all of the average dudes, right? We don't need more average dudes. We no, need one you... above average dude. That's what we need. We have, he's barely above average. No, we know. We've watched enough Kings basketball. He is not above average. He just gets to shoot the ball the most because he happens to be have the most talent. So he gets a lot of points. He he's doesn't get a lot of Jason, assists. He refuses Jason to Thompson. play defense. Yes. Jason Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, all those guys that rolled through here, Isaiah Thomas for a while, all those guys that just got to hoist it, the old Rudy Gaze. Harrison Barnes on the Mavericks situation. Where I was like, I guess he's the best guy. We'll just let him go for it. Why not? Let it fly. Let it fly, big man. So are you more intrigued by the Sabonis or by the Simmons trades? Oh, Sabonis. He's, he, he's a different breed of cat. 
as a guy who watched a lot of March Madness, I don't even know if he played March Madness, but I just wanted to bring that up because I got to talk to you about it. I didn't want to forget, but I like Sabonis. I think, yeah, he's a difference maker. I don't know about Simmons. I'm just nervous about it. You don't want to, you know, trade Fox away and then get stuck with a guy that's not going to play. Lauren, I would like to comment. Yes, I am a Sex Panther, so you can you can leave now. I will address that comment, and we can move on. Who A-Gab said that? Asked, uh, Lauren from work. He said he he don't watch golf, but I wanted to pop it and say Zach is a Sex Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ironic nicknames. <laughs> it's a little because <laughs> you're not really a panther. You're definitely sexy. There's got to be like a fatter big cat that I could be. Do you think Fox can be an all-star in Philly or Indiana? I think he can be one in Indiana. I mean, what else is there to do in Indiana except watch your guy who's the only one who's going to score? I guess so. He'll, aver- he'll average 30 in you Indiana. Know what the, you know what numbers Sabonis had to put up to be an all-star as the last guy in? I don't think you get to be an all-star in in Indy, but they you, would be excited. You used to be. You they used have a, to be. They have a really boring team, so I guess having Darren Fox would be good. But Malice no, in I don't the think palace. he's good enough. He's a he's a terrible defender. He's not that great of a, a creator for anyone else. He's a they below to, average shooter from three, and he shoots like seventy five percent from the line. They definitely have to change the way they play, though, in Indiana. Indiana, if they get to ninety, they're jacked. They would have to push with Fox. Because he gets a lot of his points in transition because he's just so fast. Get to the rim. Yeah. The old rack runner, I like to call him. All right, anything more we could talk Travis about these stupid teams? I've also heard Marcus Smart, like the Celtics think no, they could just no, have anyone no, on our no. team. No, Marcus Smart. It was like Marcus Smart. Smart and Filler and like two bad picks. We like had Fox. Marcus Smart. His name is Ron Artest. That's Marcus Smart to me. <laughs> it's Ron Artest. Metal World Peace, whatever you want to say. That dude was jacked. Could you imagine taking a charge from Ron Artest? You're crazy. Loka, the Kings did play tonight. They played in Atlanta, so the game is already over. And they uh, were up by 14 after the first quarter and were down by 17 at halftime and lost by like 30. So. We're gonna we, we skipped over that part because it uh, it did not go well. We're just talking sports today. We're about to jump into football here in a minute. We're gonna do our um, favorite. Let's do a king's bracket. Let's just jump right into it. King's bracket. This is why everyone should be here. It's king bracket time. <laughs> so we currently have a list compiled of. 32 kings it's it's not the best king ever but it's our favorite kings ever so we might be actually moving around the list a little bit we have some names on there that might jump out but we have some people that we just love so if there's any names you do not hear that you guys love kings wise just let us know so we're going to go ahead we're going to start in the east bracket currently we have we have only two kings that are currently playing we just have names at this point no, I have it seated, so oh. I have all the matchups. Right. It is we're dialed in. I am here so to if you, if you dispute don't, your seedings. 
yeah, if you're if you don't like the seedings or if you don't like any of the players, we can put them on a list and we'll change it before we launch this bad boy. But in the East, we have Mitch Richmond as the one seed taking on Tyrese Halliburton, the eight seed. Really? Yeah, I don't have Halliburton any higher. I, I can't wait to see who you have ranked higher. You're going to have like Bano Udrick with a higher seed than Halliburton. No, he's actually eight seed in the North, so suck it. <laughs> All right, so Richmond against Halliburton in the first seed. I think that would be a runaway easy for Richmond, obviously. So um, the 2-7 matchup, we have Jason Williams. He's a two seed. Jason Williams be- is a two seed? Yeah, just because uh, we'll talk about it. I, he was either going to be a one or a two. I put some older names on there that were considered the king's best because I didn't know if we were going to go greatest or favorite. But anyways, like Jay will have the, a pen to be taking notes to correct you after this thing. Yeah, yeah why yeah, don't you? Halliburton shouldn't be an eight seed. I don't know what Troy's going to have. Like John Brockman is like a four seed, and we're going to have to riot. No, he is also an eight seed. So leave me alone. My <laughs> he's on there, but he's not higher than Halliburton. All right, did you get your pin yet? I mean, the no, show can only go no. so long. All right, Hallie. Yeah, he's my eight seed. I mean, we can move it around. These are just favorites. These are just like heart picks. You know, a lot of things going. This is good streaming Troy right here. Pits. Zach, I am. I am uh, I'm nervous. I got a pen. I'm we'll s- see if it works. Okay. I'm going to get my notes. I got to write down this bracket so that I can just mock it later on. Perfect. So it was the rock against Halley. That's the East. That's the one, eight matchup. And then the two, two, seven, we have Jason Williams against Hito Turkoglu. Oh, okay. Jay will not not a one seed is like embarrassing, but okay. Well, I'm just, I, like I said, the greatest favorite we weren't quite sure on. So the other one seeds you'll see. The only um, king highlights you ever see is Jason Williams. <laughs> okay. It's not greatest though. Okay. Anyways, here we go. The three seed in the East, we have Mike Bibby. And he's going to be taking on Ron Artest, the sixth seed. Interesting. Okay. And then our four or five. Matchup, you're not gonna like this one, but the four. I'll actually switch these on the fly. The four seed is Gerald Wallace, that's my boy, and he's taking on the five seed Brad Miller. Brad Miller, I've fixed his computer multiple times, so I think that's a pretty good starting bracket. Um, yeah, I think we can maybe move some of those around, but I kind of like their seedings, but we'll see as we go on what you like. All right, we're moving to the west. We got Weber. We got four as of these the things. One. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have Weber in the one seed. Okay. I'll, I will agree with that one seed. Okay. And he's taking on John Brockman. Because <laughs> I get a pick because I love Keon John Clark Brockman. Do you have Keon Clark as an eight seed in here too? No, I don't even have Keon Clark on here. That's how good this list is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in the West, our 2-7 matchup, we have Reggie Theus. Reggie and he's taking on Rudy Gay. I would say Gay is a seven seed, wouldn't you? You like Rudy Gay more than Tyrese Halliburton? Absolutely. Halliburton hasn't done enough for me to be higher than an eight seed. What did, sorry. What did Rudy Gay do other than uh, volume shoot like 45% from the field? That's all you need <laughs> to do for this list. You're a seven seed, baby. All right. So our 3-6 matchup 
is you're gonna not like this, but it's all right. The three seed is Doug Christie, and he's taking on John Salmons. John Salmons is the six seed. Is that how bad the Kings are that John Salmons is a yeah. six seed? Oh my god! I think so. Uh, he was good for a while, and we'll probably you won't like. We'll move this around, but the four seed in the West is Slampson. Oh, Slampson's a one seed. I don't know what you're, you're smoking <laughs> over there, Trey. And he's taken on Fox as a five seed. We could move them all around, but I think Fox, he's been our best player for the last three, four years, however long. So Fox he got a little a higher. Five. I'm fine with that. All right. So we're going to move over to the north. If he was behind Salmons or Rudy Gay, then we were going to have a riot. But <laughs> So this is one of the one seeds we might switch out with Jay Will. I just thought it's Oscar Robertson. Yeah, no. See, I just had him as, like, greatest, and then we switched it to favorite. So we'll move him down, but just have it down for now. We'll move it around. We're going to swap Big O for Slamson. <laughs> so Big O is taking on Bano Udrick in mine. <laughs> you love Bano Udrick. I just love to say Why Bano wouldn't you? Udrick. I think I moved some other ones around. I didn't put John Barry in here, and I'm feeling bad about it right now, so I might have to change that. Well, we'll have our consolation names, and we'll yeah. we'll, we'll have a gap help us uh, figure this seeding out. All right. So in the north, we have our two-seven matchup. We have Peja taking on Jason Thompson. You love Jason Thompson. All He's the time most... best mouth breather in the history of the Kings. Best hands, too. Yes. All right. So the three seed, we got uh, Vladi in the north. Three seed is Vladi. And he's taking on DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie. You do I not wanted favor to put... these newer guys. No, I don't like Cousins anyways. I don't even want to put him on the list, but I feel like I had to. Well, if you put Baino Udrick on the list, then Boogie has to be on the <laughs> list. <laughs> All right. And in the north, we got a 4-5 matchup. We got Kevin Martin. Kmart. I sold him a laptop, and, too. And he's taken on our possible source, Bobby Jackson. <laughs> P-Jax. I think B-Jax might be higher than that, but I'd have to look at the list to see who he would take over. Yeah, for. I always do the list weird, so I just kind of like was filling. You know, I made the list, and then was just filling holes. I'm a seating nerd, so... Yeah, so you're not going to like the South. We got Nate Archibald as a one seed. Okay. I just, of, of all the lists I saw that helped me do my seeding, he was up there. So that's why I have him in the one. So Archibald's going to take on scoreless Corliss Williamson as the eight seed. I like Corliss. I don't know. He should. He might be higher on my list. Yeah, we might move it around. So um, the South, the Who's two pick seed. Nate Archibald, and you made it a one seed? <laughs> well, you made me take off Jack Twyman. Because <laughs> I never heard of the guy. <laughs> All right, so the 2-7 matchup in the South, we got Rick Adelman, and he's taking on uh, Purvis Elvis, El whatever his name is. Never nervous. Nervous Purvis. Okay, so the 3-6 matchup, we got Wayman Tisdale. Ooh, I love Wayman Tisdale. Excellent jazz I think, artist. Yeah, more of a jazz artist <laughs> than a basketball player. That's why he's so high on the list. <laughs> and he's taking on Isaiah Thomas in the sixth seed. 
Okay. Oh no, I got a guy on here twice. Oh boy. I didn't notice that. But this would be a heck of a matchup. So you might have to move him. But I've got Scott Pollard taking on Brad Miller. I have him on there twice. So we just throw in John Barry. Well, I also had other guys I had on there were OP, (laughs) Olden (laughs) Polonese. I do love OP. I had Tony Delk. I think he was a king at one point. Tony Delk scored 55 points when he came back in the all-time greatest Kings revenge game of like a random castaway. Scored 55 when he was on the Suns. So that's the list I put together. That's a 32. Um, if you'd like to move some of the seedings around, we can. I had more of the greatest. Do we have any I other names from the chat that should have been on the list that we missed? There's got to be a bunch. I mean, everyone I think I got from the the good kings. You know what I mean? I don't think I missed any there. He do, yeah. Bano Udrick. What about, what was the animal's name? Uh, Michael the Animal Smith. Yeah. Brian Grant. Brian Grant. So many good. You maybe we put the Royal Court Dancers, even though that's not what they're called, and you get in trouble when you call them that? I think Royal Court Dancers might need to be on the list. Do we maybe move... Halliburton off and we put on thunder sticks. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Garlic fries sneaking can, on the can list. Can we put Arco Arena on there? Can Grant Napier uh, be on the list? Agap, you did miss Peja. He was a two seed in the north. He's taken on Jason. I can't catch or breathe my mouth closed. Thompson. Definitely. So we yeah, got definitely all, Peja. We got all the big ones from that 2002 team. That 98 team, that's the sleeper team, Trey. That's when Sacramento yeah. realized that they had a basketball team that could actually win basketball games. There was a lot of hype when they won the eight, when they made the eight seed or the seven seed or whatever that year. Did it, they take on like Utah that year? Oh, they got destroyed by whoever it was that was in, but they, they made it. Yeah, I think for the most part of everyone I can remember, I looked at a bunch of lists. I didn't. I don't think I left out anybody, but because it's favorite and not greatest, I think we can take some of those older guys off. Yeah, I don't know about Nate Archibald. That's going to be a hard sell. Yeah, I mean, Oscar Robinson, we could probably bump him down a little bit, but I don't think too many people are going to be voting for him or Nervous Purvis. Or... I think Slamson has to be a one seed. You really... You can move Slamson, and then we have to fill that double Brad Miller spot. We have John Barry. We have OP. Willie Cauley sign. Webb's a one seed in the West. Don't worry, we didn't miss. I'm not putting Willie Cauley. I can't stand Willie Cauley Stein. I think He's Baby's not a two. A so I think we'll put J. Will up at Archibald. J. Will has to up. be a one, and Slamson's got to yeah. replace Big O. Yeah, and then we'll move Bibby up to two there, and we'll put Oscar Robinson as a three in the East, I think. I think he's a three. He's definitely the best player on the entire list, but 
no one here that is going to vote on this watched Whoa. him play basketball. So, well, you made me get rid of Jack Twyman, but love Jack Twyman. <laughs> like 1950s. Doesn't matter when it was. I mean, that's not considered kings, really. So, in yeah, my opinion, I think 85 or after should be the rule. So we got some guys to take off the list. We'll add a couple in. That was fun. I like where we're at. That's a good start. Yeah, I think Thundersticks, Royal Court Dancers, Garlic Fries. I think. Can Arco Arena be on it? Cowbells. Cowbells need to be on there. What if we do a non-player Kings-related bracket after that? We'll do that one next. Okay. So can Slamson not be on this one then? Because I feel like no, he Samson's has a on it. Yeah, he's on both. He's on. It. He's a player. <laughs> he probably could get some minutes if the coach was smart. That guy probably makes more than some of the G League guys. Without a doubt, the good one that we lost in the expansion draft. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why we lost him. That guy was so talented. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think we're good. Who's he? What name does he throw out? No Spud Webb or the pizza guy. Ben Macklemore? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Ben Macklemore. There's a name for you. Spud Webb. I could see him being on the list. Yeah, I wasn't sure on that one. Tyus Edney. That's the name. I think I think we're like where we're at. We're close, I would say. I think we're close. I like the seating for most of these. I think Bobby Hurley should be on the list instead of Never Nervous Purvis Ellison. I'd get rid of Halliburton if we want to add him. I like Halliburton more than a lot of these guys trying. You it's don't like new... you don't like any of the new kings, which is fair because they're terrible mm-hmm. and they don't try. They're the worst, and we hate them. It's, yeah, it's just like one of those recency non bias that I just hate them. Yeah, totally fair. It's like a, it's like a lot of people not liking like Mahomes and all these newer guys and Brady for a while. All right, so I think we got it narrowed down to thirty-two names. We will we'll get our finals. It'll be up on our social media this week at Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We will be doing the voting on Facebook and Instagram. So look for that later in the week. We will have our results hopefully by next week's show. If I did the math right, if not, oh well. Who cares? We just do what we want. This is our showed yeah we do suck it all right are we ready to move on from the kings because i don't know that i can do much more i don't think we can do much more yeah we have to talk about the uh, bracket because we can't talk about them playing because they're so freaking bad all right we're gonna move on we're gonna go to football sorry just doing some we gotta crop troy back into the box here it's a me mario there he is fatty okay which one's the funny guy we're gonna move on to some nfl talk armchair long snappers we're bringing it finally back. 
Finally. Troy, that might have been the greatest week of basketball, football. What did I say? Football? Football. It wasn't basketball, though. No, definitely not basketball. Yeah, we got Best basketball week. in mind. Best week of the NFL what? playoffs that I remember. Four games. Three of them ended with a game-winning field goal, and the other one was overtime. A walk-off touchdown. A walk-off touchdown. Fantastic. Um, let's talk about each of these games. I didn't get to watch much of the Bengals-Titans game because I was working, and every time I had a spoiler, I... it was a field goal. So so basically, I watched the first half. I didn't, I watched the pieces of the second half. Um, just kind of an ugly game. Um, what I didn't like, Bengals got two field goals, um, touchdown by the Titans. There was a penalty on the extra point, moved it to the one, and they went for two. I think that killed all momentum when they got stuffed there. Uh, made it 6-6. Six, six. Uh, Bengals got a field goal, 9-6 uh, at half. So right there, you're not feeling bad either way around. I mean, 9-6, to six, it's not what the doctor ordered, especially if you'd like to bet the over, but kind of an ugly first half. Yeah, Derrick Henry didn't quite seem like Derrick Henry. I was hoping he would no. just kind of come back and then like magically run people over because he's like fully rested. But uh, that did not happen. No, it did Titans not. Titans had a hard time holding Jamar Chase at the end of the game. Yeah, Chase ended uh, five catches for 109. A.J. Brown on the other side had five catches for 142 and a tug. He had a big uh, touchdown with, let's see, 15 seconds left in the third to tie it at 16 after Mixon got one early in the third. Um, and then just, I think the difference was Tannehill. Tannehill threw three picks. He threw a huge pick with 20 seconds left in the game, which then the Bengals took it, and you, we all know how that ended. So, buckets. So, funny story. Burrow was interviewed after the game, and Burrow, they were asking him how they feel about McPherson, the kicker, and all this. And Burrow goes, yeah, it was kind of weird. The kicker came up to me right before he was about to kick the game-winning kick, and he goes, Hey, Joe, how does it feel to be going to the AFC Championship game? So before the kicker, he went up there to kick it. He's basically saying, I'm going to make it. So I thought that was kind of cool. I think he's a rookie, too. I, if I love a good cocky kicker. That's my favorite thing. I'm pretty sure he's a rookie, too. That's Anyone on he special teams that's like overly confident, like McAfee was as the punter for the Colts, love it. Love me some Johnny Hecker on the Rams. Yeah, I mean, those guys are just difference makers. I mean, the, the guy kicks, you know, you don't have a good kicker. Obviously, you've seen it with some teams in the past. It's the difference between a win and a loss, especially in the playoffs. That's kind of important there. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to this Packers-Niners game. First drive of the game, Packers look unstoppable, and then they were very, very stoppable the rest of the game. The weather well, changed the, pretty dramatically once the game started. After that first couple drives, the snow started coming down, and the game changed pretty dramatically. Yeah, Packers took it right down their throat, like you said, on the first one. <clears throat> Got the ball back. Their second drive, they were driving again. I thought they were going to go up, and it was just going to be a runaway-type game. And I think it was a big fumble by the Packers. I think it was the old man tight end that gave it up. And that kind of changed all the momentum in a way. Um, seven nothing still about right before half. Niners come up with a big block field goal, kept it at seven nothing going into halftime. Uh, Niners got a quick, well not a quick, about seven minutes into the third, got a field goal to make it seven three. And then uh, 
Packers got another field goal, made it 10-3, and then with 4.41 left in the game, I don't know how you let this happen, that block punt touched down to tie it at 10. Unbelievable. Pretty bad. Special teams basically killed them, but, I mean, the the Packers' offense past that first drive wasn't that great. It wasn't like it was just the special teams that blew it. They didn't really do anything most to that game. They were getting home. Rodgers was having a hard time getting the ball. A lot of drops. Tough to keep the drives going. That's one of the better defenses in the league when they're cooking, everyone's healthy, and it it showed. You can definitely Um, see the difference with the Niners from the early part of the season when everyone was hurt to when they all came back. They have been lights out since then. The scary thing is, is... um, Old Jimmy G, he threw like three or four passes that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to be a pick six. Oh my gosh, that's going to be a pick six. And somehow, luckily, they weren't pick sixes. So with him being hurt with a leg and an arm and a nose and a cat, he was trying to throw it like Aaron Rodgers, but without the arm strength, where he was just like throwing off his back foot. So basically, he can't drive on his legs. So he's just using all arm and then he hurt his arm. And so that's where we're at. Yeah. So they're. Offense scores six points and they're moving on to the NFC Championship game. Play to win. Pretty the game, wild. Play to win the game. The old Trent Dilfer, 2022, baby. D I L F E R. Flacco, 1 1. Dilfer, 1 1. Kaepernick, almost 1 1, and he's terrible. Oh, the Niners are in the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that in a minute. If the Niners are in the Super Bowl, I'm not watching. Ugh. It'd be so boring. It'd be like that Rams Pats game a few years back. That was a terrible, terrible game, too. That was the worst. All right, let's move on. Let's talk some Rams, right? I missed a good portion of the end of this game. We were driving up to get our photos done in the snow, and um, Rams were up big, and I kept telling Heather, I think they're going to blow it. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. (laughs) This isn't good. Unless they're by 50, this game's not over. And just as we were getting out of range of the radio, they were starting their comeback. So why don't you give us the breakdown in this one, Trey? Yeah, so Bucks were atrocious in the first half. They didn't look like themselves. A lot of drop passes. Uh, so it was 20-3 to at halftime. And then here we go, here we go. Um, crazy comeback. 55-yard touchdown to Evans with 320 left in the game. Next possession for the Rams, they fumble. Then it's fourth and one for the Bucks, and Fournette takes it outside and scores with 42 seconds left. Um, gross end of the play for defense. Um, so there's 42 seconds left when it was tied up there at the end of the game. Final drive. This was the final drive for the Rams. They get sacked on the first play for a minus one. They use their last timeout. Next play is 20 for Cup. Next play is 44 for Cup. Next play, they spike it. Next play, walk-off field goal. So Cup finished with nine catches, 183 in a tug. Evans himself on the other side, eight catches for 119 in a tug. So down the stretch, as well as the Bucks played to get back in the game, I think the defense, which actually happened in a lot of these games, the end of the end of the game defense where they just kind of play prevent, kind of cost them. I'm so sick of the prevent defense shenanigans every time that happens and they're going to get in field goal range they're going to have a chance happens over and over and over again the lions should beat the ravens earlier this year 
Can't believe that yep. one happened. Oh. The uh, Rams should have beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl, or at least went to overtime in that one. They went super prevent against Tom Brady, and he just drove down and got the game-winning touchdown. It just happens just, over and over and over again. We don't have a defensive coordinator that will just call a man defense. Why change what you're calling the whole game that's been working? I, obviously, the other teams can be calling plays where they're going to try. But like in this last game, how do you let a guy just streak down the middle of the field and twice the Bucks they let Cup go over the top for big plays, one for a touchdown, one for that 44-yard play to set up If you're going to play goal, a soft so. zone, why not have a guy just 50 yards back just like playing super safety to make sure nothing happens yeah. like that? Two guys playing three flies up? Why Why not? I don't. So, yeah, bad end of the game. Great job by the Bucks. Um, I heard actually Gronk came out today and said, if you had to ask me right now what I was going to do for my future, I'd probably retire. But I think he'll take some time to think about it. I think Tom's doing the same thing, and we'll see if those two come back for another run or not. I think Giselle's going to talk him out of playing. Yeah, I've heard that she just hates watching him keep getting hit, and he's well, old. He's like, be with his he's kids. like super yeah. obsessed with it. Like, he, even in the off season, he like flies his teammates out, and they're working out. It's like, come on, you get like two months with your family, and you spend it throwing passes to Scotty Miller. Well, that's the problem. He, if he was throwing to Scotty Miller, not Antonio Brown, this would be a whole other story. Yeah. So. Or Antonio Brown. I think if they have Godwin or Antonio Brown, they win that game. Oh, I don't even think it is a game. It just changes everything. Mm-hmm. You're not throwing to Scotty Miller and Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait's not even on the field. I know he's the other tight end on the other side, he's but the third tight end. Yeah. Too yeah. many looks for him. All right, let's talk Chiefs Bills. The most exciting game of the four. The other three were very close, all decided by a field goal. Chiefs-Bills was like the most exciting football game. We were at uh, BJ's watching it. Yeah, it was one of those crazy little games. Uh, Chiefs scored on a... I can't remember what it was, but they scored a touchdown to go up 23-14 to 14 with two minutes and six seconds left in the third, and I was telling everyone I was watching the game with, this is over. Just put a fork in it. We're going to have to watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. And then uh, I think it was the very next play or a couple of plays after that. I think it was the next play. Gabriel Davis got a 75-yard touchdown, uh, made it 23-21. to 21. I think they did kick the extra point there. Uh, and then it just got wild. So with a minute 54 left in the ball game, Gabriel Davis scored his second, no, his third touchdown to make it 29-26. They went for two and got it. I think again to Gabriel Davis, that guy just caught everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a, I think it was a 55 or maybe a 60-yard touchdown pass to Hill with a minute two left to make it 33-29. to That play with was thir- absurd. They yeah, threw that him the eat. ball in space. Like there's three defenders around. One of them's like five yards ahead of him, and he throws up the deuces to the guy who's ahead of him. You're not catching me. I'm gone. You can't touch me. It was like a safety, and he was right. He was gone. So fast. There was zero chance. He's fast, and he's the quickest and the fastest, which shouldn't be allowed to happen. He's he's a cheat code. It's It's not fair. 
Yeah, he'll be interesting. He actually finished with 11 catches with 150 yards and one touchdown. Davis on the other end, who actually scored the touchdown uh, with 13 seconds left to make it 36-33. He had eight catches for 201 yards and four touchdowns. I would say career game, yeah. One person who really didn't play that well or really stand out was Diggs in that game that night. I think he only had a few catches and not for that many yards. I think, I think later in the game. Take him away. Yeah, I think that's what Reed likes to do is take away the one of the better options. But Davis just ate. And I think, too, you saw there's a couple big plays um, by the Bills earlier in the game. The Chiefs, uh, really good safety. The Honey Badger got hurt, got knocked out of the game unconscious. So I think they found that little opening on some of their bigger plays down the field. And then 13 seconds left, they kick it out of, out of the back of the end zone. Touchback, bring it to the 25, 19-yard pass to Hill, 25-yard pass to Kelsey, field goal to tie it. And then they just – I saw this uh, meme that says, there's nothing that Josh Allen could have done better to win this game. And it, it said, yes, he could have called heads. So I think that's the only mistake he really yeah, made. The made the, he, <laughs> he's the one that did the coin toss. He can only blame himself. Yeah, it's the only thing he did wrong was he called tails. So, um, And then the Chiefs. Yeah, and then the Chiefs score. Now, what are your thoughts on... 13 seconds left. You should be squib-kicking that ball 100 times out of 100 times. Oh, yeah. You got to... That's a hard thing, though, because, like, I don't remember what game it was, but one of the kickers kicked the ball out of the bounds twice. So if you... Let's say you squib, and it takes a bad hop, and it goes out of bounds, and they get it on the 40, you kick no it time straight, off the... three feet off the ground. Yeah, you got to have someone touch it there and get some time off because then they only have one play. Because I don't know if they had a timeout. No, they, they had, had three all their timeouts. timeouts. That's that's yeah, the difference all between timeouts. the Cowboys game where they're saying Dak's run took longer than their drive. I was like, well, yeah, they had three timeouts. Well, so yeah, the whole I mean, field a, open at that point, and then they're just that, playing like some weird soft zone, and they, they just throw like, it between the zones. Th- the weird, the weird thing was, it looks like they were trying to take the sidelines away. And they had three timeouts. It didn't make any sense. On that play, the Kelsey's just running a streak right down the middle of the field, and they're just like playing the sideline. Like we can't let them out of bounds. Well, they got a timeout. It's just, like they skipped that week at practice where they're doing the two-minute drill on defense. Just play defense. It's really not that hard. Play man. Doing it all game. Bring an extra guy. Do something to make him throw the ball earlier. Yeah, you when you gotta go him. 75 yards or 50 yards to get the field goal or whatever. Yeah, I think they got. Let's see, 19. Yeah, they got 44 yards. Press the receivers quick. and make them take five to ten, five to six seconds to just be open. Yeah, I think it was one of the things they didn't want Hill to get it and Hill to just <laughs> do what he did earlier in the game, but. You got to guard the guys, right? The only problem with the Chiefs is they have guys that are similar to Hill with Robinson and Hardman. Hardman's just and, as fast. And Pringle and all those guys are just as – they're just so well-rounded on the offensive side. We'll see. So this week um, the Chiefs are hosting the Bengals. They're seven-point favorites, I believe. That's what I, I think that would be – I think – I think that'll be another shootout type game. I think the Chiefs will probably end up winning. I think they have the experience. I think the Bills are better than the Bengals. 
I mean, the Bang- everyone's like, oh, the Bengals already beat the Chiefs. I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't in Kansas City in January. Right. Where Mahomes has already, you know, been to the last two in Super Bowls. In the AFC Bowls. Championship game where they've already been to the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. It's nothing for them. And then on the other side, the Rams are only three and a half point favorites, which I think was an interesting line um, at home against the Niners. Well, the Niners just beat them. Last week, well, the Niners have, beat him, Niners have beat them six times in a row. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting matchup. I think the Rams are the better team, but it's one of those things where certain matchups just work out for you. Well, the Niners' defense The Rams used silly. to beat the Seahawks every year, even though the Seahawks would go to the Super Bowl and the Rams were terrible Jeff Fisher teams, and they would just beat them because they're some sort of weird matchup, some sort of weird divisional hatred motivation. I don't know what it is, but... Niners have been hot. So if the Chiefs, so on the site that I make wagers on occasionally, um, you can already bet the Super Bowl. You can bet on all the four different equations. They're telling me that if, what would you say the line is if the Chiefs play the Rams? I think it's like Chiefs by four and a half. It's three. Hmm. And well, what I guess about the Niners? What about the Niners, Chiefs? I would guess they're like six-point favorites. Three and a half. Isn't that crazy? Really? Huh. I bet that, that line will move. I mean, if it's an actual line. Yeah. There's probably not a lot of money on that. That's probably a pretty easy one to move. Yeah, so you can bet on any four of the matchups, and if the game plays, you get the lines that are right now, which is kind of cool. And the Niners are the type of team that has to beat the Chiefs where you just get home with your four guys. Yeah, I mean, with that good a defense, I mean, it's not going to – most Super Bowls are closer games. You know, there's not too many blowouts in the Super Bowl. Yeah, a little concern for the Rams. Their rushing defense isn't that great, and that's what the 49ers do pretty well. I think Donald and Von Miller will do a pretty good job of getting to Garoppolo, but Garoppolo just won two playoff games with averaging zero touchdowns and one interception, so – you don't know. We don't know. We no don't. one knows. I think what the NFL is rooting for is the Bengals Niners. I think that's going to be the bring biggest rated game ever. Oh, I don't think there's any chance though, personally, that the Bengals beat them. But if they do, and it's the kicker, oh, I'm I'm a big McPherson fan I'm now. A big fan of the Bengals kicker now. I don't. I'm not a huge Bengals fan because they're in our division, but just the kicker. I'm sick of the Chiefs banging every year. And I don't want yeah, the Niners it, to go back. That's rough. I can't have that. I think it, most likely it's going to be Chiefs-Rams, and I think the Chiefs will probably win. I think I think that would be a really good matchup, though. It would be fun. I think of, of the four left, I think that would be the funnest matchup. Yeah, the high-powered offenses. Defenses, they can make stops when they need to, but they're not like overly good where it's going to be like 10 to 3. <laughs> Yeah, that's the funny thing about the Super Bowl, though, is they're always so slow starting. Yeah. But at least both of those teams have been in a Super Bowl fairly yeah, recently. Yeah, I just don't I just don't like – I love the Super Bowl in general, the event, but the game itself is kind of boring. Just Who's takes our halftime so long. act this year? Oh, it's a good one. I think it's like Snoop, Dr. Oh, Dre, right. Eminem, right. Cher. 
They're all there. I'd watch it if Hologram Cher was on. Love. So you want to talk real quick about the farmers insurance matchup going right now? What's that? <laughs> the golf this week. Okay, tell me about it, Troy. Started today because they don't want do to we match even up have with a football. Dr- do we even have a page for golf? I don't think we do. I'll have to make I thought one. it was that was four F O R E. That's the name of it, but I never made a scene for it because we never actually did it. Gosh, yeah, because like, who's gonna listen to us talk about golf? Everyone, that's who's that. Everyone. Everyone. So we got old Billy Horschel. He's leading after one. He's nine under. Our favorite. Mark Hubbard, minus three. He's on a provisional card this year because he didn't play very well last year. Talked to his mother-in-law today. No big deal. She's on my route, Old so I talked Hubbard. to her for a little bit. No, mother-in-law, so it's not Hubbard. Yeah, so they're down. Which, what's the one in La Jolla? What course is that? Spyglass? La Jolla no, would be um, Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines, that's where they're at. And then uh, his mother-in-law, she's going to the one next week, the Pro-Am, Pebble Beach. That's a good tournament. Which is kind of cool. So, yeah, no real big names at the top of the list right now, but I think that I love when golf is back and you got something to look at on the Thursdays and Fridays when you're not a lot going on. So if you guys aren't a big fan of Mark Hubbard, that's gonna you're going to hear him a lot. The deep track. The only thing we can really hold on to about people that are still playing sports because we're getting so old. Yeah, I think I'm older than almost every single person in the NBA now. Except LeBron. I would. And maybe Melo. Definitely Melo. You were 12 when he got drafted. He didn't get drafted in 98. That could be wrong. He hasn't been in the league 24 years. <laughs> no. He was in the same <laughs> draft as... Uh... Oh, four. He's in the LeBron draft, right? I don't know if that's accurate. No, he's in the he's in the Darko Milicic draft. Who went first in that draft? LeBron? LeBron, Darko, Carmelo? With Wade at like five? That's a decent draft. And the Kings would have been the one getting Darko. We would have absolutely we would have moved up to get Darko in that draft. <laughs> Gosh, I think we're still trying to guard. I mean, draft Darko. All right, we got a goal there from the Bruins, two one in Colorado. It's a weird seven o'clock start in Colorado. Two of the better NHL teams playing tonight: Boston and Colorado Avalanche. Wild. Nice. All right, Troy. So, um, before we go, madness. Heather, can she make me shirts? Yes, she can. Okay. You can order them right. through her uh, Etsy site. Can I order them through her husband? You could also it's a lot do easier that. for yeah. me. Okay. Give cool. me a design and we'll. Uh, I got we'll one. Okay. Got one in here. I don't know if I can get it out there. Text though. it to Heather. She'll figure it out. All right. This is the early stages day, of my... If I, if I were to potentially go, what is a Thursday-Friday situation? Yeah, we leave after work on Wednesday. Once we get Usually once we get the kids down. Also, based on the weather, if we have to beat the snow or something, we try to leave a little earlier. 
Um, and then it's St. Patrick's Day is the Thursday this year. And then Friday's the 18th. We come home Friday, usually around lunch because we're out of money. Or if we can make it to the evening, we drive home Friday night. Nice. And again, based off weather. Big news on my side. I'm a alternate for the gumball rally this year. Now we are talking. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say your athletic career was behind you. Yep. How? Why? Why are you an alternate this year? Well, Shaylin can't do it this year. Yeah, it wasn't going to be her sister. And then she is uh, not feeling well. So if she recovers from her illness before, then she'll be in. When? But, when is the gumball rally? Uh, it is the day before the Super Bowl. So we would go down Friday after work. We would gumball rally it all day at Disneyland. Which gumball Saturday. rally? Yeah, gumball rally. I believe we've covered on the show before, but in case you're one of the two people still watching us on Facebook right now. Uh, the gumball rally is a crazy sort of like, what is it, like a race to see who can go on the most Disney attractions at Disneyland? Yeah, there's different point system and like, if you, you answer the biggest... trivia questions and you do all kinds of crazy stuff, I've, we've heard about it. I've always wanted to be a part of it, and there's a chance it might happen this year. So, Vito, you need to make it happen. Yeah, you can't have someone recovering from, recovering from an illness, and you're just think the lungs and all that. Mm-hmm. Look at this athlete right in front of me, right here. You say you're not going to take that. Mm-hmm. I'm way too competitive to not have on your team. But then you have to, the only issue is you have to spend the whole day with Vito at Disneyland. I got to drive down. I got to share a room with them. Oh, it'd be just you two driving down. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even that's worse than the gumball rally. <laughs> is there any like time warp you could take? Let's see if we can rent yeah, a Learjet or something. Yeah, just take that train we got that bullet train. Yeah, we could take it from uh, where's it like Fresno to <laughs> Bakersfield. <laughs> and just uber you're fine it's you totally it. worth a hundred million dollars hundred billion dollars or whatever that bullet train cost nailed it mm-hmm. all right that was fun we'll get the um bracket all dialed in for you guys the king's bracket 32 favorite players we're knock off some of the oldies the super oldies Wait, Troy, not in California. Yeah, I'm in California. I don't know why. Did I say something where I wasn't in California? I don't know. I Loca, missed it. Just I missed that one. Browns fans. I mean, what can you do? You what know you what I mean? Do? Yeah. She doesn't make good decisions. Now, would you say that in our, even with Big Ben retiring and them not having a quarterback, would you st- Still say Baker's the worst quarterback in our division. Well, he's not better than Burrow. He's not better than Lamar Jackson. Is he better than Mason Rudolph slash Jameis Winston slash Derek Carr? So, Loka, we drive um, for March Madness. We drive from here in California. We drive up to Reno, Nevada. In the mountains over there, we get snow, so we have to plan our trip around it. Otherwise, we can't get there. Yeah, Sacramento is a pretty fun place to live because you're like two, three hours away from anything. There's not a lot to yeah, do I mean, here. 
But if you don't mind yeah. driving two to three hours, we got the Reno, we've got we got world class skiing, we've got beaches, we got it, we got everything because it's California. Yeah, you can get to Reno from here on good weather about an hour and a half with snow, maybe take you three hours. Just kind of depends on how heavy and all that. So, yeah, the Browns are terrible. So that's where we're at with that. <laughs> He's got to be better than Mason Rudolph. But I think if the who do you think I think the Steelers, think the Steelers are going to try to get, get Jameis Winston or Derek Carr. Wasn't I'm, Bridgewater open too? He's an option. I've heard Russell Wilson rumors. That's not going to happen. I've heard Aaron Rodgers. That's not going to happen. We're going to get a crap load of cap room when Ben Roethlisberger retires, though. Aaron Rodgers would be an interesting fit. I mean, you got your two, I would say, two of your better offensive weapons are that la the tight end, and then Najee Harris. Both were rookies this past year, so that's two really good young offensive options there. And all your crazy receivers as well. The the Browns were always have been are supposed to be good like the last five years, and it just hasn't happened because they're the Browns. Yeah, remember, remember when they didn't win any games until like week whatever it was? They finally got a drink. Did they go a complete year without wins? They did an 0 and 16. Now that's in the perfection. Lions. That's perfection right One there. of the guys that did the 0-16s could be playing in the NFC Championship game. Who's that? Matt Stafford. Oh, that's true. Nobody shuts him out. That's what I like to say. All right, you ready to wrap up the show? Let's Number 97. Number 97. It's crazy. That's a lot of episodes. All right, make sure to that's join us on guacamole. social media. At Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Twitter is full of us complaining about the Kings, and basically that's it. And uh, make sure that you're following us on Twitch so you get the alerts when we're going live. That is the best place to join the chat like Loka has for the last hour or however long we've been doing this. Loka, she's the real MVP. I've always she said is that the about MVP her. of our show. Let's send her over to the animal. Do you know how to do that? Uh, she's gonna go there anyway. I don't think we need to do it. <laughs> but then everyone will see. Everyone will see that we sent her. Look like, oh, at that. How do I do it? Do I type it in the? I go into Twitch and I type she, in something. I think she left already. Yeah, she already left. Probably. Ugh, we had a good run. Uh, here it is. Raid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you guys are listening to this episode, you're welcome. It's very this is good. Just us. <laughs> Did I do it right? I don't know. We didn't even do our sign off. Oh, well, I got to hit the buttons. So, Troy, do our sign off for us. Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.